Ten people in fill up a little bit, yo. Yeah, but everything been good. Concrete. Yeah, everything been good. You know what I'm saying? Just chilling, man. Taking care of the family, working. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's all we can do, bro. Yeah, we gotta do that, man. Trying to maintain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we ain't got no choice, man. Like, whatever choice we have, bro. Okay, I know. Okay, okay, okay. Bet you it ain't echoing now. Yeah, it's echoing. All right. Okay. Then a couple more people get up in here, man. Get the family up in here, man, so we can get this get this party started right. <laughs> get it started right, man. Appreciate you coming through, Concrete Court. You know what I'm saying? No doubt, no doubt. Peace, peace to the panel. Peace to the uh, the chat out there. I see you, Kofi. What's up? What's going on, Kofi? Pasa. In, in the building. The. Kofi Pasa in the building, boy. Kofi Pasa on that research team, man. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Go. yeah, man. I, what I like is they come out the gate. <laughs> they come out the gate. I don't think nobody ever did that come out the gate right. They got everybody beat with that one. They just come out the gate with a book, man. You know what I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. 
unexpected. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's fire. Yeah. I like where they did that. Like, that's fire. Definitely like the way they did that, man. Yeah. People getting here a little bit more, man. Well, I see you, CK. What's good with you? Brother Logic, what's up with you? Uh, you know, that's a lot of two. Uh, T.O., I'm just going to say two. <laughs> Destroy, what's up with you? Rock City, Jan, what's up, Jan? What's up with you? What's up, Ronald? What's going on, man? Anthony Smith. Uh-huh. I see you. He'll say, I am Christ return. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're going to get it to rocking a little bit there, Corey, in a minute, man. The family up in here. Mm-hmm. Family up there, get it started, man. Everything good with the family, right? Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Everything yeah. good. Yeah, I kind of uh, appreciate the show last night, man. It was real. Uh, yeah, Sheffron had a nice slide presentation. You're going to have a slide presentation next week. You know what I'm saying? To kind of compliment what we talked about now, uh, I think it's important. <clears throat> so, you know, I like to have interviews with interesting people. You know what I'm saying? Well, I sit back. And sip my juice. No doubt. Mm -hmm. Gotta be interesting. And you gotta have something going on. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. And you gotta take care of your family. I don't want nothing. I, if you ain't doing that, then you can't come on. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? You can't come on. Not even a little bit. Wait till we at least get 30,000 up in the building, man. Make sure y'all support Abji Wear, man. You know what I'm saying? Support that. You know what I mean? Got the sweat hoods. You know what I'm saying? No religion joints. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so uh, hey, man, check this out, man. Black African power. What's good? What's happening? A well-organized lie defeats a dis- Organized truth every time. Woo we man, you already know what it is, man. It's God killer in the house. And I'm coming to do what I got to do. And we're gonna do what we got to do. We standing tall, we standing strong. Look, check this out, man. I'm in raw squad interviews on deck. Look, family man, we got a special guest today. You know what I'm saying? And for this platform, everybody gonna be special. You gotta be on your A game. You got to be taking care of your family. You know what I'm saying? We don't want no deadbeat dads coming through or deadbeat moms coming through. You feel me? Uh, you got to have something that the community can use. Before I interview you, last week we had Smash, Smash Rockwell. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he was in the building, man, for our inaugural uh, Amaral Squad interview. The night we got Pseudo Kill Official, you know what I'm saying? Concrete Coy. Now, Concrete Coy, man, He's special because uh, he's an original member of the Pseudo Killers. All right? Appreciate that, brother, man. Fight side by side, man. Uh, he's an officer in the gym. And I surely appreciate that. Any intelligent, you know what I'm saying, to add to the list. Uh, man, he don't believe in God. He's an anti-theist. Did I say that right? Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. 
Yeah, Andy Fizz. And, uh, you know, maybe when we get started, that'll be the first question I ask him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he's also a concrete finisher. He works with concrete. Um, does a lot of reading, man. Uh, We're going to talk about that, what books he like to read. Yeah, man. So without further ado, man, uh, let's get it in. What's going on, Concrete Corey, man? How you doing, brother? All right, all right, man. I appreciate that introduction, man. Uh, just uh, coming in, you know what I'm saying? Just to give a little bit about, you know, what I do and, you know, a little bit about myself, you know, as far as uh, what's going on in the community and, and, you know, what I do in my professional life, you know what I mean? So okay. I can okay. share a little bit of something with the, with the community about what I do in my uh, professional life. Uh, I think it, it's beneficial. I think uh, like some of the, the topics um, ain't really been touched on that. That is, uh, that'd be beneficial to the community. So, you know, I just want to address a little bit of that. Okay. So yeah, man, let's just start off first, man. Uh, you're anti-theist and what exactly does the hell that mean? We want to know right off the rip. What, what are you talking about, man? So, uh, first of all, be, being an anti-theist, I got to be an atheist first, you know, so first of all, I'm a non-believer. And uh, uh, so, you know, I don't believe in any gods or, or any of the monotheistic religions or religion, period. And, you know, so I, me being an anti-theist, I think religion is has been a downfall to the black community, especially. Uh, I, I think it's been a downfall to the human species altogether, but uh, especially to the black community. So that's why I'm anti Religion, religion, uh, anti theist. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Like that, man. All right, man. That's why you a pseudo killer official. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> you can't have no belief in God and be on the pseudo killers. That's no gods. That's all gods included. Feel me? It's okay, then. Mr. Concrete Court, man. Everybody want to know why they call you Concrete Court. I know why, because you silent with the information. You know what I'm saying? That's what, you know what I mean? That's why I call you Concrete Coy, man. <laughs> but in your everyday life, man, why they call you Concrete Coy, man? Talk to us, well, uh, You know, I'm a, I'm a cement mason. Uh, I've been a, uh, a journeyman cement mason for uh, about 14 years now. Uh, I've been in the, I went to apprenticeship school. You know, college ain't for everybody. You train food to, uh, be a cement finisher. I used to work, you know, when I was younger before, um, when I was still in high school, you know, I used to work for my grandfather. He had his own company. And uh, so I, I, I learned a lot from him. Uh, I figured I could, you know, take take my knowledge or a little bit further with it. So I went to trade school. I think that was the best option for me because I'm, you know, Really wasn't into the college thing at the time. I mean, young, so college at the time wasn't uh, uh, very uh, attractive to me. At the time. Mm -hmm. So trade school. Okay. Was the thing. okay. So yeah, so that's so so right out the gate, man. We got something that the community can use, man. Everybody ain't gotta go to college, but everybody gotta go to school, right? You gotta you gotta learn something. You gotta put something right here. You're going to go to the school of hard knocks like I did in the street, right? Or you're going to go to some type of um, 
vocational school like you did, or you're going to go to college, right? But to survive in this world for, for survivability, you got to go to school. You got to go to some type of high learning program to put you above the rest, man. So we, we actually appreciate that. And so, yeah, so what you reading over there, man? Let me show you what I'm reading, bro. I know I surprised you with it, but I know you like to read, bro. I'm reading right here. I'm on this right now. I'm on Neil deGrasse Tyson, Astrophysics for People in the Damn Hurry, because I know I'm in a hurry. I, I, got, I, I read that. I read that. I read that. That's part of my I, I, um, You know, I got uh, e-books and stuff like that, stuff you know, like that. audio. But, uh, What's the title, man? What you mean? Give us the title or something. I, I, if you don't got it, school. I've been reading. I, I, I just finished that one up not too long ago, uh, probably about a month ago. Right now, uh, I'm still reading uh, Welcome to the Universe by Neil, Gra Neil deGrasse Tyson, by the same author you just talked about. Um, Lawrence Krauss, uh, Universe from Nothing. Um, uh, I've read, uh, read uh, Blueprint from Black Power. I, I love that. That's like one of my favorites. Dr. Amy Wilson is one of my favorites. You know, he's one of my favorite, yeah, favorite black men in the world. He was ahead of the game. He was ahead of the game. Yeah. Um, he's ahead of the game. Okay. Yeah. All right. So look, and uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson asked some physics people in a hurry, man. This is my favorite statement. One of, I got a lot of them. He says, mm -hmm. the universe is under no obligation to make sense to you. So what do you, what does that mean to you when, with that statement? Well, it's it's um, the universe is the universe. The, the universe is natural. It don't it don't have any meaning. It doesn't uh, it doesn't have any reason, um, and you know it doesn't have any end. There's no end goal to it. So you know that's what I get out of that. No end goal to it. So you know that's what I get out of that. Yeah. Okay. I like that. And for me, I mean if you don't understand what the hell you're looking at in this world. That's on you. It ain't on the universe, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. People like, to, people, people like to people uh, like to put reason on things. You know what I'm saying? So you know, when, when something has, when you ask the question, because um, I've heard Neil deGrasse ask before, or he he made a statement uh, before that. Um, you know, uh, damn, I just forgot the, what he what the statement was. <laughs> but um people always like to put reason on things you know what i'm saying so, um, that just always entails some type of intelligence when you talk about a reason you know or why and uh that's the statement uh, um neil degrasse tyson said uh when you're talking about the universe you don't want to ask the question why you always want to ask the question how so why is is the wrong question to ask when you're talking about universe and, and making itself? You always want to ask, you know, not why though. Hey man, so that why is a religious question, man? Why God got to do this? <laughs> why is it like that? Why was man made? Why am I here? Yeah, that's deep right there, man. It's gonna take time for people to actually settle in their brain, bro. Yeah, that's real right there. So, okay, man, let's really get you to meet a discussion kind of sort of. Um, and I think this is valuable, you know, the time I'm spending listening to you and what you're saying, man. Uh, <clears throat> kind of want to talk about uh, what role does concrete play in the world, bro? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
What role does it play? Like it seems like something real simple. Uh, concrete, Corey. You know what I'm saying? But come on, man, yo, and blacking us, bro. What, what, what real role does concrete play in the world, bro? Well, you know, the the United States and and most of the civilized world is made of concrete, and so you know, when you live in the in a concrete world, in concrete, um, you you really uh, have to have some type. You know, you wanna you wanna encourage people of of your group of of, uh, of uh, your race or whatever to to get into that. You know what I'm saying? To get into building infrastructure, bridges, highways. You know, your hospitals is made out of concrete and steel. You know, um, any any uh, major facility, all your business facilities is made out of concrete and steel. The high rise building. All that's concrete all steel. Prisons are made out of concrete of steel. Concrete steel. <laughs> you know, it's it's all about. Um, it, you know, concrete is very important when it comes to infrastructure. And infrastructure is very important to to the economy. You know, so without without bridge, you know, you know, highway, highway. That without kind of, you kind of cutting it out a little bit. I don't know if it's me or not. I'm kind of hearing the echo. I don't know if I move over here, it'll be better. Can you hear me now, though? Yeah, I can hear you. I it's an echo though. I you. Echo though. Is echo when you hear me? Yeah, every time I talk, yeah, I hear an echo through, through yours. Alright, that's it. Alright, talk. Yeah, yeah. Alright, it's gone now. I don't hear it now. Okay, so I'm gonna mute myself out when I ask you a question. Okay, so we on infrastructure and the, and the importance of our infrastructure, and I don't think most people understand just how important infrastructure is now we was talking about basically how old is the infrastructure in america right as a, 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 as opposed to china's infrastructure well you know our infrastructure is is you know as old as like the 1950s you know what i mean like you know when our grandparents my grandparents you know the people around that time was building the bridges you know uh and and highways and, and you know airports and you know, ship docks and all of that. We still using those same those same things. You know, those same th that same infrastructure. So you know, like what I do mostly is um, you know I, I build bridges. I, it's a lot of new bridges that that come up. It's a lot of new highways and, and streets and everything. So you know, I, I do build those things. But a lot of the, a lot of the time, what I do is I go and do maintenance on on the bridges, you know. So I just fix it, you know. I kind of put a bandaid on the broken arm, you know what I mean? Because you know we don't put the money, you know. I don't think the community understands that you have to come together as a community to enforce where the money gets allocated. So because you you know you don't come together as a community and and try to be a part of where the money is getting allocated you know you got potholes in your neighborhood potholes then create 
uh, puddles, you know, puddles, then you get, you get a puddle. Now you got stagnant water. Your sidewalk is, you know, you got tree roots growing up in your sidewalk. So your kids can't like ride their bikes down the sidewalk or skateboard down the sidewalk because your sidewalk is all broke up and crushed up. And you know what I'm saying? It's sinking. So that creates stagnant water when it rains and then stagnant water creates disease. You know what I'm saying? You get infested with rodents and you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. So this is, this is, you know, this is why concrete and, and, and understand the infrastructure and how it works um, is very important to the community because, you know, it's got to do with your health. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, okay, you blend the health in there, right? Uh, like like sidewalks, I think what you was telling me is they have a, a certain angle to it. Am I correct? Right, right. So, you know, most, most sidewalks... Um, have a uh, a slope in them. It, it may most most people look at your sidewalk and you might see well the sidewalk is flat, but most of it most uh, most of the time it has a two percent slope to it. So when it rains, the water would drain off you know towards the street and then go into the gutter and then it goes down into the 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 drain to the sewer you know from there. So that's what keeps you know keep it dry, keep things clean, and then you're able to come through and, you know, sweep up the streets and all of that just to keep it clean, you know? So the, the part about, uh, like, kind of where your last question was at um, is, you know, the infrastructure is is old and it's crumbling. And um, so it's, it's a lot of... Um, it's a lot of things that's going to change here in the future. Uh, like we get new technology and things. So the infrastructure has to be built up to support that new technology. So it's going to be a lot of money in, in, in doing that, you know, and rebuilding uh, the highways and, and your, your ship ports and, your, you know, your trains and all of that and how that works, you know, your, your railroads and everything, all that ties in together. Um, economics and all that ties in, you know, with with infrastructure. And you know, somebody somebody might ask the question, well, how does how does economics tie into infrastructure? So, you know, let's say let's say I'm a restaurant owner, you know, and and I order, um, you know, ten thousand dollars worth of prime steaks. You know, I'm a I'm a I, I specialize in steaks, and so. In order, I order these steaks. I may order it, no matter where I order the steaks from. I could order them from out of the country or in the country. So those steaks have to be flown in or either driven um, to my location, you know. So, but uh, a lot of times, um, different products like food and meat and all that, they have a, a, a lifetime, you know, an expiration time. And so sometimes, you know, a truck that's got that, you know, the truck that might have my delivery on it uh, may get caught up in a traffic jam or, you know, some type of issue on the, on the railway might happen. You know what I'm saying? So because our infrastructure um, is graded at a D, you know, the, uh, the American Society for um, American Society for Civil Engineers, they grade America's infrastructure at a D. So, um, because our infrastructure is great and so low, uh, they say we lose about uh, $3 billion a week 
and you know what I'm saying on average um and um goods and products because they expired you know on the way there you know in in traffic on the railway you know what I'm saying sitting on the wrong way at the airport you know all these different issues that hold up your products and your goods and your services that trickle that trickles down to your business you know that trickles down to the to the person that was going to order those steaks that trick trickles down to um you to your shoe company now your your product doesn't get to the customer you know in a certain amount of time that you may have said or that it was set to get to that customer you know what i'm saying so all these different issues play and infrastructure is a is a key um part of that you know you know business mm -hmm. and commerce Okay, so you got infrastructure and you also got logistics. Uh, mm -hmm. Logistics actually helps put together a, a, a mode. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, I want to connect the train system at this time. When the plane lands at this time, right, how are we going to get the, the, the goods from the plane, you know what I'm saying, to the train, to the bus, because as it is, this logistics. And this is where we all fail. We fail in infrastructure and in logistics to even use and plan out to use um infrastructure. Let me read this to you and, and let me know what you think about this. It says, after 200 years of history, it's a crying shame and disgrace that there is no highway connected between uh, Montevera and Freetown, Sierra Leone, only 220 miles. That's the distance between New York and uh, Dover, Delaware. So this is in Africa, right? They do not have a road that connects Freetown, Cillion, and Monaver. What do you think about that? Yeah, see, you, that, you know, that is, um, that's unfortunate because, you know, that's what keeps um, Africa underdeveloped, you know, because they don't have the railways, they don't have the, the highway uh, uh, structures that's connecting uh, one part of Africa to the north part of Africa, you know what I mean? So it keeps you from being united. It keeps you from doing trade and commerce. I mean, it's possible, but it, it makes it more difficult when you don't have the infrastructure to, to support that, that business, that commerce. Yeah, so like they'd rather build a church and, and mm -hmm. have a dirt road leading to a mega church, which yeah. is crazy yeah. to me. It's, it's, it's kind of silly. And so, yeah, those, those, the infrastructure in Africa is horrible. You know what I'm saying? Once it rains, you're done. So yeah. we, you know, uh, I give you um, a champion for infrastructure, and that would be Peter the Great, the first czar of Russia. That's the first thing he did when he came to power. He left Russia, and he went to these European nations and learned. He went to school, he learned. And he came back, and he put an infrastructure in place. For instance, uh, Moscow was, was, was made out of wood. He transformed that to brick. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. valuable. And, and he built a navy. You need a shipyard to do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You need an infrastructure to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. So that's, so in his lifetime, so let this be a lesson yeah. to the Africans, right? In a lifetime, they can build, you know, man, you were talking about this. So if I'm saying, okay, I'm a, I'm a leader in Africa now, access to billions of dollars, Right, we got products and goods. Right, first thing I would do is build the infrastructure. Plain and simple. China, you want this? You want some land? China, that's what I need from you. I need you to train us in in concrete, concrete finishing the whole nine yards. Right, 
I need this amount of roads built right here. I need an airport built. You because you spoke about airports. How valuable are airports? You know what I'm saying? How valuable, how valuable is concrete to airports, Corey? Yeah, you gotta you can't make you can't make a runway. You can make they make runways, tarmacs out of asphalt, but um it's 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 that, those are kind of your uh smaller airports, major airports like O'Hara, you know, those airports that got high traffic, you gotta have concrete runways because any little small pebble can can mess up one of those airplane engines. And when that airplane engine start up and start going, if it's a small pebble on the ground and it get up in that uh that airplane engine, it could tear the engine up, you know what I mean? Now it's, the plane is dysfunctional. Yeah. So if it's concrete, you're able to clean it. It's, it's able to, you know, you, you won't get the high traffic potholes and stuff like that. And it's and it's easier to maintain, it's easier to clean, it's easier to, to, to get water to move one way or the other with concrete, you know, because you can, you can, the way you set your forms, the way you do the layout, you'll have the water drain to one way or another, and you can have a uh, drainage system um, that ties into what your runways and all of that. And so um, that's why it's important. That's why concrete is very important. Also, the, the airport is made out of, uh, of concrete and steel. You know, all your major structures is made out of concrete and steel. So, you know, you don't want to make a, a major structure like an airport out of wood. You can't do that. <laughs> with a wooden plane landing on a wooden yeah. runway talking crazy to Europeans yeah okay so okay so so I hear a lot of times people say uh, reinforced concrete what's that Corey? Mm -hmm. so that's that's when you add steel and um, sometimes they got they, it's different kinds of reinforcement so steel is, is the most popular um, type of reinforcement um we call it rebar um, in the construction field. We call it rebar. And um, uh, mainly you have iron workers. Uh, uh, iron worker is a trade and mainly you'll have them on the job site and then they'll be doing all of the steel work, you know, tying the steel that we're gonna be uh, pouring the concrete over, you know what I mean? And so uh, steel and, and concrete is the most is the strongest um, most economical way to build things. So you know, you is is very strong and is and it's very economical. It's very cheap to to build things. Well, not really cheap, but I don't I don't I guess economical is the better word to say um, to build things out of because you know it's other things that you could use that's stronger than steel. I guess you know, but it's it, it's more costly. You know what I'm saying? There's other things you can use that's stronger than concrete, but it'll be more costly, you know. And so you you get you get your bang for your buck with the combination of, of steel and concrete, you know. Mm -hmm. So, so okay, so all right. So so how important was the infrastructure infrastructure? Let's go back a minute to the Roman Empire, bro. Uh-huh. Uh, you said, say that again, say the question again. Uh, I said, I said, how important was infrastructure mm -hmm. to the Roman Empire? Oh, definitely. You, you, this is where you get some of the first uh, water works, your aqueducts and stuff like that. So the Roman Empire, um, you know, this is why they was able to, to thrive in, in, 
and not have so much disease running rampant because they had infrastructure. This is why they was able to be a superpower, you know, because you have infrastructure. You got a community. Without a, without infrastructure, you can't have a community. You know, it's you have people be in disarray. People will be, you know, when things get bad, people move on, you know. And so without infrastructure, um, things is not stable. You know, it's, it's you know, you, you can't predict what's going to happen one day to the next without infrastructure. So, you know, this is how you become an empire um, when you when you have uh, institutions. Uh, all, all your institutions is part of infrastructure too, um, schools and everything. Did I blink out a little bit there? Uh, I think you you got frozen there a little bit, but you good? Oh, I ain't frozen. Uh, yeah, you can hear me, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah but um, all your all your schools and universities and things like that, all of that is part of. Um, your your uh, infrastructure, libraries, and all of that. That's that all goes into infrastructure. Um, you know, like I said, um, aqueducts, sewers, and, and and things like that. Ways to 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 move waste and and things like that. All of that goes into to infrastructure. So that's why that's yeah. that's why. That's yeah. So you know, the Rome built those roads that the uh, Roman Empire had. Uh, that kind of, you know, they could put troops in the battlefield on your butt. They could go, you know what I mean? They had these roads traveling to all parts of the empire. The trade, commerce, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Egypt had a, a pretty good uh, infrastructure, too. Uh, like you said, they have a major empire, you need infrastructure. So, I mean, that's valuable. And so you can't turn your nose up on science, right, and engineering and technology. You know what I'm saying, uh, you know, that's why we teach STEM. Right. That's why you're here right now. Right. Because I don't think people sit back and realize how essential something as simple as concrete is, how essential it is. Um, so give us a general idea on what you do when you go on a project. Let's say um, you want to take a look at the Brooklyn Bridge or something like that. It's concrete net too, right? You, yeah. yeah. Yep. Concrete. Yeah, hold it down. It. Yeah. So like, what would you do first? Like, like, what is your role? What do you do? So what my role is, I'm a cement mason. So I'm I'm a I'm a this my apprenticeship graduation my certificate. So I went to apprenticeship. Yeah, making sure you ain't got no 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 wrong words on there. Oh no, ain't nothing wrong. Degree in science. Your yeah. degree in science. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so, you know, um mainly the a bridge, a bridge is is mainly steel, you know what I'm saying? But when it comes to the concrete, um I have uh we got a machine, it's called a bid wheel. And so what this bid wheel does is it smooths the concrete down. They got you know, dump trucks that come and dump the concrete out. And this bid wheel, um, it helps to lay the concrete down and then it smooths it out. So my job is to get the parts that the bid wheel can't get. So that's mainly the edges. And then there's something called a tine. I don't know if y'all ever, most people don't understand, don't notice these things because, you know, concrete is just, it ain't, ain't a major deal to, to most people in the world. But when you're going down the highway, the highway is timed. 
So it's these little fine lines in the highway, you know, that's uh, etched into the concrete. And so that's my job to come behind and time that concrete. What that does is it, it causes traction. It keeps you from sliding because it, it, it keeps you from the, the concrete from being so slick that you slide, you know what I mean? Or you do, you go astroplane and, and, and things like that. It, it gets practice. Um, so that's called a time job. But um, my, my other job is also to, to maintain the edges to keep, because the bid wheel only gets so far. The machine only can smooth out so much, you know what I mean? And the, the smaller detail areas where the machine doesn't get, and that's my job to go in and smooth that out and, and uh, make that all uniform, you know, with the rest of the pavement, you know. And so that's that's basically my job on a on a um, on a bridge. Now, also some bridges have sidewalk on the bridges. So I would uh, me and a me and some iron workers would set forms, and um, then we would pour the sidewalk onto the uh, onto the bridge too. So you know. And that entails, you know, screed boarding, bull floating. I mean, it's a lot of language in there that, uh, you know, most people may may or may not know. I don't want to, you know, uh, talk down to the chatter or to the viewers and nothing. Nah, they good. They learn and they look it up. They can yeah. pause it and look it up. That's what you should always do. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. I'm gonna go back to the interview and I'm gonna familiarize with stuff for that. I mean, this is just so yeah. so so. So let me ask you a question. Um, <laughs> How do they keep a bridge from falling up, pulling up off the ground? What's so holding the, it in? This it's a piling. So um, before I get before I even come on the job, right? Um, you'll have um, with they got um, this um, hydro um, hydro concrete, and what they have is a pile driver. Um, it's this it's this machine that drives these piles down into the into the ground you know most of the time a bridge is over uh water you know what i'm saying and so they they drive they drive they drive these pilings down into the water into the earth um uh so far so many uh cubic meters into the earth and um and then they they pump these pilings with uh what they call um hydraulic concrete you know is hydro concrete, so this this stuff reacts in water and it gets hard. Most concrete is going to get hard in in the water anyway, but this hydro mix it um, it really is really made for um, underwater um, mixing. And then you got iron workers that's underwater iron uh, welders. You know you have underwater welders that welds these pilings um, to the trusses to these steel trusses that support the bridge. So it's a lot of uh, foundation work that goes into um, the project before they start actually erecting the bridges. Um, they got these dredge um, machines that dredge out um, some of the some of the river or lake or wherever this bridge is being built at, whatever this bridge is crossing, and so that it'll get down to more solid soil. Because you know when you get down. Um, underwater, some of that that soil is very loose, and you don't want to be building uh, on loose soil. So they want to dredge all that out and get down to more solid soil, so that they can start to um, 
pour the, the footings over the, the, the piling and stuff. This is all support. So I don't know if you ever went down the highway, um, you'll hear the big old banging noise, bang, 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 that thing, that's called a, a pile driver. I mean, you can probably uh, hear that from oh, my yeah, pile, you, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Familiar yeah. with that? Bam, bam. Yeah, I'm familiar with that. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, that thing be, when they got a pile driver out there, like everybody know, everybody within five miles, five miles probably knows a pile driver out there. Because it's pretty noisy. Mm. You know, yeah, so, yeah, so, um, uh, so you taking this out of the world of fantasy, uh, out of the world of fantasy and dreams where, you know, the black power wins the day. Reality is, uh, you need uh, workers such as yourself, um, uh, which I think you're a supervisor. So am I correct in that? Yeah, I'm a foreman. Um, I'm, I lead a crew of guys. See, right now, um, my crew, what I'm doing right now, I'm doing highway work. So I'm not do, act, doing actual bridge work. I'm just building highway. highway. So I lead mm. a crew, uh, and we build highway. Mm. Mm. Yeah. That's right. Leader. Yeah. Leader, daggone right, leader. So, okay, all right, so. <clears throat> and the thing is, too, it's not very, you know, I'm I'm from the state of Indiana. I don't know how it is in other states, but in, in my state, um, and, and I work a lot in Chicago, too. Uh, I'm real close to Chicago, but I live in Indiana. So I, I do a lot of work in Chicago. Um, it's Obviously, it's a lot of bridges and highways and, and, and things to be built and maintained in Chicago, but it's not a lot of, uh brothers it's not a lot of us that i see out there doing that work you know what i mean um i see a lot of us doing uh labor work which is um very very important to to my trade i don't want to ever down a laborer, you know a general laborer but um because they are very very important especially to to my trade they're very important uh, but I don't see us being those skilled workers. I don't see us being those carpenters, those uh, cement finishers, those electricians, those iron workers, you know what I mean? Those boiler makers, all of these trades out here um, that are are very important and, and we need um, people to, to join these trades. Um, the trades is, is kind of dying, like people are going into more technical um, tr um, careers and stuff like that. Go ahead, Unc. You want to say something? Yeah, that kind of takes us to this next uh, portion of the interview, brother. Um, you know, me coming up, right? I, shoot, I wasn't thinking about that, right? I was thinking about how to get some money hustling. It's right. crazy, and so we need other options besides, you know, wanting to be a rapper, right, mm -hmm. and wanting to hit the block. You feel me? Like mm -hmm. we we need. There are other things that that are there for us, real solid, good money. You know what I'm saying? You ain't thinking about being broke. You you, you feel yeah. me? And and like you said, a skilled worker, man. Like like there's no shame in that. The world needs that. You know what I'm saying? You can take your talents abroad if you so choose. You know, yeah. companies don't go around the world. So I think this interview, you understand, know is important. To let the babies know, man, there's other things you can do. You don't gotta hit the block. You don't gotta be a rapper. You know what I'm saying? You might not want to be a lawyer. You might not want to be a doctor, right? But but a skilled worker, like that's important. Like we we you know we 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 kind of frown on stuff like that these days. 
know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, the, the girl, I don't want, the, the girls want the rappers. The truth is, man, once a woman gets to a certain age of maturity, she wants somebody, you know what I'm saying, that can raise a serious family. You know what I'm saying? And I think, you, you know, like the prisons are full, right? And you we can take a chunk out of the prison system just by, you know, getting some type of school. And, and, and like you said, a mm -hmm. trade, tradesmen. And just to hear you say that, man, it's a, it's, you, you don't hear people talking about this. Talk about the flying through the air and the melanin, brother. You won't hear them talk about, well, you know, Actually, could be a skilled a tradesman. A tradesman. Hey, you say it all the time with pride, man. So, how important uh, is this conversation for the next generation, Corey? Oh, it's it's um it's dire. Um, it's it's um it's life or death. You know, um, to to when you when you have the skills to build and maintain the infrastructure and infrastructure. You are the most important person in your community. I mean, uh, yeah, I can have an idea to open up a church, but do I know how to build that church? Can I read a tape measure? Um, can I can I use a can I use a total station? You know, can can do do I understand um, uh, geometry and how to use geometry to build things? You know what I'm saying? Um, it's, it's different it's different things that you have to know in order to to do something so um it's best that i don't have to know everything it's best that somebody in my community uh knows these things you know what i'm saying it's, it's, it's best that um yeah that i can have the idea to to build that church um but I would like to be able to go, you know, some, to somebody in my community to do the actual building. You know what I mean? And so it, it's like you said, how important is it? It's, it's dire. It's, it's very important because to control um, the infrastructure, to be the one to to maintain um, and, and and build the infrastructure is to one is the is to be the one who's in control. You know what I mean? And so I can, you know. If nobody, if nobody knows how to, if I'm the only one that know knows how to do carpentry, if I'm the only one that knows how to to build a house, I can name my price to to build the house, you know. And not only that, even if somebody had the idea, um, if somebody did have an idea how to build a house, building a house is hard work, and most people don't want to do it. And see, that's the point. Um, that's a major issue with my trade. My trade. It's hard work. It's gonna make it's gonna it's gonna separate the boys from the men. You know, you gotta be a real man to get out there um in a hundred degree weather and 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 build a highway. You gotta be a real man to get out there, you know, in Indiana where I'm at, it get real cold. You know, I'm up by Chicago, like I said. So if anybody know anything about Chicago, it get really cold in the wintertime. And it ain't no going home. You out there for 10 hours. So it take a real man to be out there for 10, 12, 13, 14 hours a day, you know, in extreme heat and extreme cold, extreme, um, extreme weather, you know, sometimes it ain't always extreme. Sometimes it's good weather, you know what I mean? But most of the time it's extreme weather, you know, I'm, and you out there in Georgia, I'm, I'm sure it get real hot. You see them do, when you drive down that high, that interstate out there in Georgia, you see them dudes out there working, uh, brother, uh, them real men right. out there. 
They out there sweating. You know what I'm saying? They've been out there yes. since they've been out there since six o'clock in the morning. And see, that's the part. Um, I have trained a lot of brothers um, to do my trade, and I've seen a lot of them come and go because it, it takes a certain man to 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 do this, to get out of bed every day and leave your family and go out there to the middle of nowhere. A lot of times when I'm when I go to work, it ain't no highway there yet. You know, I'm I'm the one there that's building the highway. So I'm out in the middle of nowhere. It ain't nobody but me and my guys in this in Mother Nature. You know what I'm saying? And and we got a job to do. We got money to make and we have infrastructure to build uh for this company, for the community, and for our families. You know what I'm saying? So it, it takes real men to get out there and, and do that job. Also, you know, it's it's rewarding, you know what I'm saying, to to go back over. Um, I'll take that one to go back over and um, use that bridge that you just built um, to, to see the kids playing um, in that skateboard park that you just engineered. Yeah, I take some um, to see uh, people um, utilizing the hospital um, that you built or that you had part in building, you know what I'm saying? And, and, uh, I do a lot of um, things for schools and stuff like that. I, I've I've built gyms for schools, so it's rewarding too. You know, it, it is hard work, but it, it's rewarding too to see um, your creation, your skill, your craft um, being utilized and, and and used for what is for what it's been built for. You know. Hmm. Uh, let me ask you this. Right. I have to get. Get my charge my charger. My battery's going low. Let me charge up here. Yeah, um, yeah, while you're doing that, um, hey, make sure y'all support our Ab G Web, man. Make sure y'all support Posse. I mean Kofi Posse Research, Posse Research Team, man. They got that new work coming out. If y'all can, y'all can put that in the uh, uh chat room. Now, so man, I you know, I really appreciate you. Appreciate the research, man. That's the uh, Kofi Pasa uh, research. Appreciate that all the way. Um, yeah, make sure y'all support Abjuwear. A B J U W E A R. All right, that's Abjuwear, man. If y'all feeling, y'all feeling good today, man. Go ahead, uh, hit that cash app. Dollar sign Uncle Cat. All right, y'all go ahead and do that, man. Um, Go ahead and get your no, uh, uh, no religion shirts, man. Go get that. All right, get your Abdu wear shirts, y'all rock shirts. You know what I'm saying, okay. I see you back there, Mr. Corey. So yeah, Corey. So um, what I want to tie in real fast here is uh, let me see. I'm trying to find the uh, man. Mm -hmm. When you go to build those roads, they have land surveyors. Am I correct in that? They mm -hmm. hit that first, right? Yeah, they have land surveyors come out and survey the land. Definitely, they. I, I think I mentioned already uh, a total station. Um, what they use as a tool is called a total station. Um, you got to take classes to be able to even use the tool that they use. These are civil engineers, and um, uh, it takes a little bit of schooling to use that tool. So yeah, no doubt, um, surveyors come out and they they actually survey, and um, they do a lot of they do a lot of the layout. So I work hand in hand with, with the surveyors a lot of the time. 
and um, sometimes they'll give us. We'll have a blueprint that they'll email me a blueprint, and a lot of the times what they do in the computer lab don't don't work out in real life. So then they got to come out to the, you know either they'll leave it up to me to to make a judgment call. Or if they sometimes the the engineer, the civil engineer is kind of anal, so he he'll want to come out to the job site, and then we'll kind of work um, hand in hand to to work out whatever issue it is, you know. Hmm. All right. So you see this sister on the back of this book, right? Right. Mm-hmm. All right. See if she got in her hand these tools. Her, her name is Shisha, right? And she sees the Hootie's wife, and what she does, she does the pulling on the rope ceremony. Right, so she's actually a land surveyor. Mm-hmm. All right, you know what I mean? They used back in Egypt, you know, when it would flood, it would knock out uh, the land. It, like, as far as you know, knowing where to divide the land at and all that, those yeah. those, those things would get blended in. So those surveyors were valuable. Uh, they, and the mm-hmm. Greeks talk about going there like, um, uh, let me give you a Greek uh, man, Thales. Uh, Thales goes to Egypt, right, and he learns about land surveying. Okay, very, very essential in dividing up the land. But the sister, she shot, her name uh, uh, means science. Okay? So, you know, back in Egypt, they had land surveyors. And so, you know, th- this type of work, you know what I'm saying, is uh, basically foundation is laid in Africa, right? You could look at the pyramids and, you know, you, <laughs> you're a concrete mason, you know what I'm saying? You know that it took skilled laborers to do that. You ain't just out there putting that up like that, accuracy up like that. And I've heard in certain certain circles that, man, those blocks is really some form of concrete. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it makes more sense. I'm not saying I'm not saying that's what it is, Corey. Man, you talk mm-hmm. about that. I've heard mm-hmm. the theory on that. Yeah. It makes yeah. more sense. It, <laughs> it, it, it it's more um it's easier. It, it don't make sense to, to, to it, it takes a lot to cut a stone. Um, and then, you know, humans make mistakes. I'm sorry. I I, I know everybody uh, want to believe that, you know, the Egyptians was perfect and, and you know, they didn't, they didn't do that. But to, to get us to, to cut a stone and to get it all the way up to where it go and then it, it, it's not cut right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's, that's just... Uh, you know those stones that's that's made at that size. You know, I, I'm going home. You know what I'm saying? We're not moving no more. And that's when that stone get up there, and I done did all the work to get that stone up there. Whatever they did, whatever people, you know, the theory is. I think they was it was a theory where they was rolling them on on uh, uh, logs, wooden logs, and stuff like that. I saw that theory too. But whatever that process is, that they got a cut stone up there and it wasn't cut right, and they have to do it over again. I me, mean, that's uh-huh. very encouraging. You know what I'm saying? So it would, it would, <laughs> it, would it would make more sense to me to to form to use uh, a form system to to where okay. you form it up and then you pour um, some type of uh, concrete substance in there, some type of uh, substance that may um, cure out and get hard over time. You know. Uh, that makes that process makes a lot more sense. I, I did. Uh, I I can't remember where I was reading that theory, or maybe I was watching something that was talking about that theory. But it made a lot more sense to me, you know. And but um, you, you talked about. Um, I wanted to touch on that where you where you was talking about the the sister uh, she shot uh, that was on that book, and you talked about how she was a land surveyor. 
Well, in Egypt, the see the land surveyor would have been very, very important because again, we're talking about understanding um, the level of 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 the land. You know, you gotta when you surveying the land, you're understanding where your high points at and where your low points is at. You're understanding where you want to uh, build your structures at and um, where um, you don't want to build your structure at, where, where the ground is not stable enough for your structure to be built at. Um, and so the denial floods. So it, the, the surveyor would have been very important because he would have been able to come in and say, hey, you know, you may not want to put this uh, important structure here because you know when the Nile floods, the water is going to come this way. So that surveyor is able to see like which direction the land is sloping and all of that. You know what I'm saying? It's able to it, the surveyor is able to calculate all the different elevations um, of any any type of land, any land area that that they they were surveying. You know what I mean? So that surveyor would have been very very important to to the to the community, especially when you when you have a a society um, that society would have been dependent on understanding those those very uh, important uh, positions of, of their land, you know. Mm. So let's uh, um, uh, we roll into the end, right? Mm -hmm. How about like an amazing fact? I know we were talking about dams, Right. Yeah, yeah. We talked about that dam in China. Do, I, do you know the name of that dam? I can't. I can't remember the name of that dam. I ain't even talking about that one. I'm okay. talking about. You was talking about concrete and how long it takes to dry. And there's some dams. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Talk about Hoover that. Dam. Yeah, yeah. What so the Hoover, the Hoover Dam. Um, I, obviously, I'm sure everybody is familiar with the Hoover Dam. But it's it's so many cubic millions of uh, cubic yards of concrete in there that that concrete is still curing to this day. So that's uh, kind of an uh, amazing fact that I, I I recently read up on. I watched a documentary on it too. Um, it was crazy how they built it. You know, safety was was um, not uh, very high up on 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 the. Uh, you know, on, on the list, you know, to be safe was uh, back then when when very high up on the list. A lot of people died. Um, a lot of people died just building America's infrastructure all together. You know, uh, people gave their lives. You know, um, some some points in times we didn't have all the tools and and the know how and the smarts and the regulations and, and different things like that. Um, so we, we did things in a more crude way. So, um, I saw the way that, um, they, they had crude, very crude crane systems that they used to build that Hoover Dam. Um, and, uh, yeah, the, their, um, safety systems, the, the way they tethered off, um, they didn't have a body harness and stuff like that, the, the way we have these days, we got these uh, real expensive body harness and stuff like that that help us do our job safely or whatever. Uh, they didn't have none of that kind of stuff back then. You know, there was no such thing as OSHA and none of that. So, uh, I uh, also like um, on the Sears Tower. 
that was built in um, the Great Depression too. And uh, uh, so many people would fall off of that building. Um, they would, uh, people would sit down at the bottom of the building and wait on somebody to fall so that they could be able to go to work. You know, that was kind of crazy. You know, some of the crazy things that went on back in the Great Depression or whatever, but yeah. Um, it's some crazy stuff. You still there? Huh? You look like you're frozen. I think you're frozen. All right, can you hear me? Oh, yeah, yeah. There right here. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that went out. I had a backup system. Ha <laughs> 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 ha. won't get me. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, the name that dam is called Three Gorge Dam in China. Oh, yeah, yeah. Three Gorges Dam. Gorgeous Dam. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, that's a uh is a hydroelectric gravity dam. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. mm. Um, man, this joint right here. When we were talking about it's so big that it actually, I believe, changed it's blown, it's blown the rotation of the earth by um like point 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 zero zero something. Yeah, One's oh man, environmental impact. Uh emissions according to national development. Oh. Wait a minute. Power production equals four million tons standard. Hold on. It's a crazy damn man. Hold on. Rolling the lamb, landslides. Uh, let me get to that factor somewhere here. Uh, forest cover, wildlife, um, terrestrial impact. Okay, in 1910, I mean my fault, in 2010, NASA scientists calculated that the shift of water mass stored by the dams uh, would increase the length of the Earth's day by 0.06 microseconds mm. and make the Earth slightly more round in the middle and flat on the poles. So that's mm. an interesting fact for y'all right there. With mm. that dam. For all yeah. you flat earthers, cut it out. You know what I'm saying? So, they, so they're actually uh, able to measure these things. And when you start to talk about the measure and the size, the measuring and the size of the earth, it's called geodesity. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, Corey, would you like to uh, add anything, brother? Because, um, um, you know, that, that, that field you're in, man, is very, very interesting. And uh, I would like to say it's open uh, for the brothers and sisters, uh, uh, sisters included. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah, no doubt. Um, yep. My, my sister-in-law is an electrical engineer. So, you know what I'm saying? That, that they all, you know, electricians and everything, they all very tie in and it's very important. You know, you got uh, light poles on, on the bridge. You can't drive down the bridge without lights. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. so, you know what I mean? Um, that all, it all ties in together. But uh, what I want to say is, man, we, um, the infrastructure United States infrastructure is crumbling, and what what the point what, why why I say that, and the point I'm trying to make is that's where the most money is at is in building and maintaining the infrastructure. The billion dollar companies are construction companies, bridge companies, you know, people that that build uh, high rise buildings, and things like that. Um, I, uh, I don't have it here right here. But um I want to say that 
this is where the money is at. They they when they when they allocate money um, for the infrastructure, they don't allocate billions. They allocate trillions. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, when they when they when they come with an infrastructure package, when they come with the new infrastructure package, it's going to be a trillion dollars. You know what I mean? Or or more, maybe two or three, four trillion dollars. So that means that that amount of money is available out there for anybody who understands how to build and maintain uh, the infrastructure, that money is allocated there for you to get. That's how much money is there for you to get. So uh, we need to be the ones that's getting that. We need to be the ones that's um, creating our own um, companies, um, our own electrical companies, um, our own um, construction companies, period, building homes and, and, and uh, buildings, hospitals, uh, schools, um, colleges, uh, all of these things, sports facilities, you know, all these things are made out of steel and concrete. Um, so this is where the money is at, you know, this is how you, and, and also, um, like Unc said, I can go anywhere and do my trade, you know, um, it's no, what no, nobody can ever take away my knowledge from me. You know, uh, let's say I was I was good at basketball, you know, and, 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 and I was in the NBA. I was good enough to go to the NBA. Um, I could do something or say something wrong and they can kick me out of the NBA. Mm -hmm. You know, nobody can take away my skill. Nobody, nobody can. As long as I'm on this earth, I'm always going to have my skill. I'm always going to have my knowledge. I'm always going to be able to do my craft. So, um, and, I, and I'm always going to be able to make money off of my craft, no matter if I'm working for myself or for a, a company, you know, so I could work for a major company or I can work for myself either way, you know, I still make money. So um, that's important. And I also, I do both. I happen to do, I work for myself and I work for a major company. So um, that's the main thing. Um, that's the main point I want to make about uh having a trade, uh, understanding infrastructure, because this is where the money is made at. Uh, you can't make money without without infrastructure. So why not be the one building and maintaining the infrastructure? You know, we always gonna need it. It's never gonna be a time where uh, people don't need electricians. It's never gonna be a time where people don't need cement finishers. It's never gonna be a time where people don't need bricklayers and, and iron workers and all of that. It's always going to be money to make be made there. It's always going to be money to be made when you have a skill and you know how to use your hands. Mm. So, all right. So we got those interesting facts out of the way, man. Let's get that's bananas out the way. So, okay. So, like, say you go on a job. Say some black people want to hire you to do a job, man. Do they mm -hmm. look at you any differently than if you had a white boy with you? Oh yeah, so I just like I said, I, I work for myself too. So I I, I do a lot of uh, work on the side. So I um, I pour driveways for people. I do their sidewalk. I do patio. I do a lot of designer work, uh, designer concrete uh, porches, and and different things like that that people need around their house. And so you know, it's just it's, it seems to me, you know, and and it may not be like this everywhere, but it, what I find is. You know, when I come, when I come and give them the quote and they see it's me, you know, it's like, oh, you know, it's a black guy. And, and you know, and, it, and it's a, I'm talking about black customers. You know, 
they'll say they'll see it's me and they'll be like, oh, it's a brother. Well, maybe he don't know how to do the job as good as, you know, maybe a white boy would do it. You know what I'm saying? So what I did was I teamed up with a white boy. So he do we do we play it opposite. You know what I'm saying? He he go and deal with the black customers and I deal with the white customers. You know what I'm saying? And we get the business that way. You know what I'm saying? It's it's easier to get it's just you know, it's just crazy and bonkers the way we, you know, we keep that uh, crab in a barrel type mentality where, you know, we don't trust one another. The black community don't trust one another. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, when I do my job for myself, I always ask for half the, um, the payment, uh, half the price up front. You know what I'm saying? And so when the white boy asks for it, it's no problem. When I ask for it, it's it's like oh you know it's they they a little squeamish about getting me that down payment you know what I'm saying it's like oh he gonna run off with my money and he ain't gonna get my driveway you know what I mean and white boy he don't he don't never have that problem you know what I'm saying he like oh I need to have the money right now and then I get started on doing the driveway they write the check right there you know what I'm saying they come <laughs> so you know it's just look it's crazy how how we we keep that crab in the barrel mentality how we don't want to see each other progress, you know what I mean? And we need to stop that. We need to get out of the, the you know, that that crab in the barrel type mentality, you know. A a a concrete core. Hey, <laughs> now that's bananas. <laughs> that's, that's bananas. That's bananas. You know. Yeah. yeah. You know. Then then you know another thing is like in, at, on my job though. I can tell you just the opposite way. So. I'm the boss on my job, you know what I'm saying? But it ain't, I'm the only black dude on the job site, period, you know? I, I had a picture of when I just built, I just built a building two years ago and uh, the the um, architecture company, the, the person that designed it, he wanted to take a picture of the whole crew that was out there, you know what I'm saying? We took a picture and you can see that I'm the only brother out there, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, so like we, you know, we would get people that would come to the job site, like, like I said, the, um, I was working for a company and that company was hired by an architecture company to actual to do the building, you know, architects designed it, designed buildings, um, the company that I work for, they built the buildings. So, you know, and so sometimes the architect would come on the job site and he looking, you know, like for the guy in charge. And it's me, and you know they look. He asking me, you know, have you seen Corey? Is Corey around? You know this, <laughs> you know, like, dude, it's me. You know what I'm saying? I'm Corey. <laughs> you know, so you know, I, I I get it both ways. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I get a little. You know, it, it it happens to me both ways. But you know, just, that just lets you know we have to be, we have to get more involved in it. So you know. It won't be a surprise when somebody like me is in charge or somebody like me is the one is the knowledgeable, confident person on the job site. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm. So we, we got to get the world. That just lets you know the world ain't used to us doing that kind of stuff. So we need to be we need to 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 to, you know, start to train our kids to to do these um, different things like Dr. Maya. She, she's an electrical engineer. I mean, like people don't understand like how important that is, like how important her job is and, and the, the, the knowledge that she, she can bring to, to the community, you know, just by, 
being able to maintain, you know, the grid, the electrical grid, you know, without that, I mean, what do you got without your electrical grid? What, what do you have, you know? Um, in Ghana, you know, my grandfather from Ghana, um, they they got blackouts all the time. Now things is getting a little better, but they they uh, their electrical grid is not ready for for where they go. You know, so they have blackouts all the time. You don't know, you don't understand um, what you, what electric means to you until you in a blackout for days and days and weeks and weeks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they same 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 thing in Nigeria, man. The generators go out. They got to put up the generator. Yeah, yeah. you be like, yo, y'all can't keep the power on in Africa. The most simplest the thing, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can only do so much for so long. You know, you know, your air conditions go out. You know, all of this. You know, it's like, man, oh, man. you know, without that, without that infrastructure, without a, a real good infrastructure, it just don't work, man. Life is hard. So tough. So let's 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 end this out with uh you know it's hard, it's tough, it's hard, but it's fair. So if we want to uh, actually um, advocate Africa getting back on the world stage, right? It's gonna take some tough leaders, and a whole lot of indigenous stuff is gonna have to go. <laughs> like right now, <laughs> listen, it's tough but fair. All right. Mm -hmm. So I pro like. A lot of that land allocated to indigenous tribes, man, they're going to have to, man, when the infrastructure got to come through there, them roads got to come through there, man, you know, a lot of the stuff that, uh, you know, sacred hunting grounds or whatever it is, uh, you're going to need hospitals. If you, don't want, if you don't want Bill Gates coming in, then you need to get some, some roads and some hospitals. Modern mm -hmm. medicine. You know what I'm saying? Because if it wasn't a problem, right, then they wouldn't call for help. Right, if the yeah. herbs and all those things were top notch, right? With Nikki, yeah. matter of fact, if the herbs were so top notch, then China wouldn't have they China, you know what I'm saying, got both. Yeah. Remember mm -hmm. China, uh, so when Trump actually did that deal with them, because they didn't even have a deal in place, they were just getting all the money from the United States. You know what I'm saying? And they mm -hmm. took that and they built China infrastructure. The herbs is there, they got all traditional Chinese medicine. Yeah, 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 mm -hmm. but, you know what I'm saying? They got hospitals and yeah. labs. They got yeah. scientists, doctors. They're not, they not playing the They got railroad roads, you know what I'm saying? Oh, best railroads, yes. You know? Bullet trains, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? This is the reality, so it's tough. Yeah. It's hard but fair, but yeah, all that, like the samurai in Japan had to go. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I mean, the, the few um, can't, judge for the majority so like the, them few people with the indigenous you know cultures i mean i, I respect that i do I, I really do and they should be able to to maintain that to a certain extent but those few should not be able to cost uh the majority their lives you know what i'm saying because trying to hold on to these sacred lands when you know there should be a hospital built there or there should be railroads that's coming through here or highways that's coming through here to get, you know, you gotta, in, in order to, 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 to get medicine to people, you know, you have to have these different things, you know, to get food, this is this is infrastructure and highways and railways and all this type of thing. It stops famine and, and hunger and, and having bad water, you know what I'm saying? The, the water is bad in Africa, 
You know, people don't even understand like what it means to get fresh water, fresh, clean water. You know what I mean? Like without infrastructure, you can't have that kind of stuff, you know? So, you yeah, know, that we, it's, we got to come, we got to get out of that, you know, the, the, the stone age or the iron age, or, you know, <laughs> all this indigenous, you know, traditions, we have to respect it in, to, to a certain extent, but to, for, to some extent, we got to give that up, you know? Yeah, it got to go. You got to give it as just due, right? Yeah. You got to put it in perspective and proper context. Uh, you didn't have cities of 50 million people. You know what I'm saying? When those herbs was was the order of business of the day. You didn't. You just didn't have it. Yeah. Uh, so you, you didn't have a person traveling from China to Africa. You know what I'm saying? In, a, in, 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 in an hour, a couple, a few hours, how long, it, whatever the travel time is, a day, whatever yeah. it is. Bringing whatever they got with them. You feel me? You, did, you just didn't have that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's a different world now. And I think uh, that's what the pseudo killers do, man. So, uh, last question, man. Um, what are your thoughts on the pseudo killers? Man, I, I just I, I really appreciate you know the whole um, discourse that we have, the conversations that we have. You know, they they more relaxed. We have fun. We joke. You know what I'm saying? We talk shit. Um, we do a lot of critical thinking. You know, we share ideas. We uh, Sheffrin helped me out on my digital library a lot, man. He always sending me, you know, books and, you know, read this, read that, read that, you know what I'm saying? So we keep each other tight on the information. Um, you know, I just, I just really enjoy being around, you know, an esteemed group of gentlemen that know how to carry themselves, know how to have fun, but uh, also take the information serious too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Jeremiah, QD, I see you, man. Haskell 45, man. I see you, man. Uh, yeah, yo, I see you, man. Oh, Haskell in the building. That's my favorite. That's my favorite rise class right there, man. What's up? That's the thing. <laughs> I think he's growing. He's definitely growing. He's growing. I always have a good, interesting conversation with Haskell, man. That's my favorite rise class. Yeah, he, he was he was an extreme pseudo a couple <laughs> months ago. Kind of. <laughs> Yeah, you know I mean, but he's a good guy, man. I ain't gonna take it no from him. And he's smart. Yeah. Give him yeah. that. Right. So you know what I mean? It is what it is, but they can't stand them vaccines, though, boy. He'll misread, he'll misread that. You be like, yo, you misreading it, yo. <laughs> hey, you can you can open it up too. Like if somebody wanna ask anything about infrastructure, about concrete, about getting into the getting into the trades, you know, I answer some questions too, you know, I mean, hopefully people do have questions about uh, trades, you know, getting into trade school, what it takes. Uh, of course, you know what? We should have thought about that early. <laughs> I hear you, I hear you. About an hour and something, man, and I don't want to keep these long, man. I want to, you know, yeah. next time we do that, man. Um, matter of fact, you up on the slideshow next week, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get them in the building and talk about that, man. Mm -hmm. Hey, man, I appreciate everybody. You know what I'm saying? It's in the building, man. Yeah, you know I mean, like like Haskell 45, man. You know we out of here, bro. Chef and L, man. You know it is. We out of here, man. Zane, Zane. You know we out of here. What's up? Well, that's my man right there, Chef Mu Matar, man. Um, and what's going on, man? You know we out of here, man. Who else? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh. 
J. God Davis, yeah, you know we out of here. Well, I see you, uh, uh, Ronald, Ronald Leonard Brown, yeah, you know we out of here. Robert Rand, you know we out of here. I see you, Mr. Young, what's good, man? You know we out of here. Uh, Guru, what's up with you? You know we out of here. Uh, man, let me see. Dave B, yeah, man, you know we out of here. Uh, so yeah, man, I appreciate you coming through. Uh, Corey, man, I mean, concrete Corey, you know what I'm saying? Cause you solid information, man, and you making sure the infrastructure is tight. We appreciate that, man. Don't get no better than that, man. Look, man, make sure y'all check out the Pseudo Killers. Uh, I think we're gonna be going live during the week. You know what I mean? Give an extra day in there during the week. I think some of the brothers be dedicated to that. Brothers and sisters be dedicated to that, man. We're gonna keep bringing y'all the proper information, man. We're gonna keep having those interviews. Um, I gotta figure out who up next, you know what I'm saying, on Amaral Squad interviews, man. But y'all already know what it is, man, the Pseudo Killers. Yo, we fire. We doing what we got to do, man. Shout out to YK The Truth, man. Boy, yeah, man. Shout out. Pseudo killer. Shout out to YK The Truth, man. He be, he be uh, yeah. I like his, oh. I like his, like his videos, man, all the time. Oh, uh, man. Shout out to Jehudi. Shout out, shout out, shout out to Jehudi, my aunt, too. Yeah, shout out to Jehudi. Fire in the hole. Man, Jehudi, my aunt. Yeah, I got to grab that video, too. Fire in the hole, man. Shout out to that, man. Shout out to MBK, man. Shout out to the Masi Clan Warriors, man. Shout out to the Amaral Squad, man. Shout out to the Shashu Monty Madalex, man. And all the families on that, man. Make sure y'all pre-order, man, that book, all right? Uh, coming from the Kofi High. Am I saying it right? Pi Si. Yeah, you got it right that time. <laughs> <laughs> right. Don't make no mistake about it, all right? Get that right, man. I wrote a little couple words, see what I'm saying? Uh, in the full with a little couple, little few words for y'all to know about, to hear about, and inspire y'all, man, to get into that work, man. Look, we appreciate all that, man. Y'all know what it is, man. You know, scientific literacy is a vaccine for our community. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's a vaccine against the charlatans that come amongst you. And I'm telling you that. So we deal with that scientific information, man. Uh, hold on. I'm a Kent. Oh man, my phone break died. Y'all lucky. Hold on, let me see. Hey, right, be on the lookout for that for that uh, presentation I'm gonna do next week on infrastructure. So, if I didn't answer any questions, if I wasn't clear about something, that uh, presentation would be really clear next week. So, we'll have some yeah, yeah, we're not gonna let up, man. We're gonna be doing different things, man. We ain't we knowledge is knowledge, man. Mm -hmm. That's what the hell we doing around here, man. We on something different, man. Real quick, brother Kent. Law 32, right? Law 32, it says, play the people's fantasies. And this is what the pseudos be doing to y'all. See, <laughs> Senate 48 laws of power. This is law 32. It says judgment. It says the truth is often avoided because it is ugly and unpleasant. Never appeal to truth and reality unless you are prepared for the anger that comes from disenchantment. Life is so harsh and distressing that people who can manufacture romance and conjure up fantasies are like oasis in the desert. Everyone flocks to them. There is great power in tapping 
into the fantasies of the masses. And that's what young Farrell does, AKA Buzz Lightyear's. That's what polite them do, you know what I'm saying? Polite, polite. That's what Divine Prospect do. That's what all the pseudos do. They type, they tap into the fantasies that you're in. They tap into your fantasies and your dream world. What we do is, man, look, we tap into the truth. Mean the truth take away the fantasy now. Science forces you to look at reality. Now, who the hell wants to live in reality? Nobody wants to live in reality. Everybody want to have a dream and a fantasy. The black power, man, that's a dream and a fantasy, man. Brown hair, man, we're goal-oriented. So what was our goal for today's show? To make sure the youth know there's other things they can do besides sell drugs, besides rap, hip-hop, bebop, besides any of that. You can go get some good money, right, and help continually build an infrastructure. You can pass that trade on to your son or daughter. That was our goal for the day, to make it cool and fashionable. You know what I'm saying? If Concrete Corey is saying it, Brother Uncle saying it, man, that shit must be cold and dope for the next generation, man. So, yeah, man, I appreciate that statement right there. Uh, Brother Kent, Clark Kent, you know what I'm saying? Appreciate you coming through with that Law 32. You know what I'm saying? Now, we sharp enough if we want to take advantage of your fantasies. We absolutely could. But, you know what I'm saying? We just we just dump and dodge the, the, the tomatoes and onions y'all throw at us. We put that real information out there, man. Boy, shout out to uh, Brother Sheffer, man. Shout out to CK. Yeah, I mean, shout out to Brother no Shout out to Kent. Yeah, I'm saying Clark Kent. Shout out to you, Brother Corey. Yeah, I'm saying, man, Dr. Oyama Yap, man. Shout out to the pseudo killers, man. Man, we appreciate that, man. And look, man, hey, look, we out.